In a world where all the movies are about superheroes, two friends team up to talk about movies from a simpler time, a time before iPhones. They'll search for deeper meaning, mock things they don't like, and of course, there will be spoilers. Please join Terrence McHenry and Hollis Lazzarini as they get real nostalgic. Hey, everybody. Hey, we're here. Hey, it's Hollis. It's Terrence. How's it going, guys? Hopefully, everybody's doing great. I hope they are. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Number three. Here it is. Back at it again. You know, I'm really excited about talking about this. Okay, me too. What we watch? This week, we watched Lost Boys. Actually, one of my favorites uh, as a younger man, younger younger guy. Uh, I always liked vampire movies. I've always kind of been into them. So this one's always one of, one of my favorites. And it's funny, I've always kind of been a fan of Kiefer Sutherland. He actually turned out to be one of the bigger stars of, of this that, that came from this movie. Uh, I mean, Corey Haim was obviously a pretty big star in his day, and Corey Feldman, too. Uh, Jason Patrick did all right for himself, I'm sure. Um, but <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland, I think, took the cake in this one, and I think I've yeah. always been a fan of him as an actor. I even think I saw him walking down the street one day when I lived in L.A. I was driving through Redondo Beach. I didn't stop. I didn't holler or anything like that, but I'm pretty sure it was him. So... 1987 mm-hmm. uh, is when the this film was released. Yeah, the director was Joel Schumacher. Schumacher, wow. 87. I was 15. Oh, good, because I was going to ask you. Yeah. Because I have a I have a theory. Okay. About something. Okay. We'll get to it. All right. Cool. Now I'm excited. Yes. <laughs> Theories. So I'm going to give you a, a little rundown. Okay. Just a couple little fun facts that I read about. All right. Let's hear. It. This was the first film with Corey Haim and Corey Feldman together. Wow. I, you know, it's funny. I was wondering that. Like, I didn't, I wasn't sure, but I was wondering, like, you know, they were both, like, up-and-coming actors at that point or trying to, to get their way going. And, like, I wondered if one was maybe a little bit of a bigger star than the other, if one told the other, hey, like, I'm the bigger star <laughs> here. Like, I, you know, of course, you'll never find that out. but. Right. You know, I, I kind of wondered that. I did. That's weird. I'm glad we're still on the same same wavelength. Yeah, and then and so then they became the Corys. Yeah, for after. real, they became partners for sure. It was filmed in three weeks. Wow. Yeah. That's that's fast. Yeah, really fast. Wow. Okay. This is the film that invented the phrase "vamp out." Vamp out. Okay. Which was then popularized by Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Wow. Okay. In the opening sequence. We have this really awesome aerial shot and you're flying. It's night and you're seeing this beautiful boardwalk, Mm -hmm. which is Santa Cruz. And later I realized that all of these cool aerial shots is actually the vampires flying. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Okay. I thought that was an effective tool to kind of put you in a perspective. You don't even realize you're in the vampire's perspective. Yeah, Yeah. One of the things that kept bugging me in this movie, I can't figure out how old the character of sam Mm -hmm. is supposed to be yeah played by Corey haim yeah he seems to be a young teenager Mm -hmm. i know he probably was i Mm -hmm. think Corey haim was in real life 14 yeah okay (laughs) when he made it 
but the character of Sam seems younger at yeah, points. Yeah, I, I felt like 11, maybe 12, you know, that tween age, you know what I mean? Like, getting into the point where maybe they're kind of looking at girls, still really interested in, like, comic books, stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like, that kind of tween age, that's that's kind of what I figured, but, but what did you think as far as... 13. Okay. I was guessing then... Michael would be 17? That's kind of, yeah. I was thinking that about him, but that character did not look like a, no. any 17, 16-year-olds mm-hmm. <laughs> had ever seen before. With when, when Michael decides to go check out the town and he runs into the concert mm-hmm. and he sees the pretty girl. He sees Star. One of the things that I thought was so funny, and also just not being sure of how old they're supposed to be, mm-hmm. is I had to keep remembering, okay, he's a, an easily influenced teenager, mm-hmm. and he is maybe driven by hormones right now. For sure. But one of the things is that he immediately goes, it's like, challenge accepted, Kiefer Sutherland's like, or David is like, yes. you know, if you can keep up, you got to yeah. keep up. Yeah, so no he gets doubt. on his, immediately he's off on the bike. Yeah, immediately no we're going to go to this weird, creepy cave with people we don't know. Yeah. Because... After, after he wants to fight him at one point. Yeah. Yes. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm just going to follow you into the cave now. Yeah. Sounds like a great time. Yeah. Not even a thought, you yeah. know? And I'm like, okay, you know, this reckless teenager. Mm-hmm. And then when they're sitting there and they've got the Chinese food, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's kind of like a game. I believe that the vampires were using mind control. For sure, messing with his head. So much so that by the time it actually matters and he's got a bottle of blood, mm-hmm. he completely ignores her warning, uh-huh. even though her warning was really weak. I took note of this. She does say to him, hey, it's blood. Like, don't drink that. You don't have to. He wouldn't know that it was going to turn him. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So I just thought, like, she could have exerted a bit more effort. Yeah, no doubt. Because this is very, this is a large consequence for an individual's life. David did say, be one of us. Mm -hmm. Become one of us. Drink it, Michael. Drink it. Become one of us. And they're like, my goal, my goal, my goal. And that's when she gives the, hey, it's don't drink it. You don't have to. You don't have to do it. It's, It's blood. You know, and he's like, yeah, right. You know, and yeah, you, you know, know but, I, I guess I just I'm, I'm putting myself in his position. I'm mm-hmm. thinking if I'm Michael, I need someone to knock that out of my hands. Yeah. I need someone to no push me on the ground. I need yeah, someone yeah. to do something that is kind of reactive. Yeah, you know, no just doubt. Help not, me a, not a like little hand on the shoulder yeah. and a, oh, hey, you know, yeah. BT dubs, <laughs> blood. Say no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> the after effects aren't going to be that great. <laughs> And from there, now she's completely out of the picture, and mm-hmm. he's just rolling with the boys. Yeah, no doubt. Because I'm not a 16-year-old boy and mm-hmm. never have been, I don't mm-hmm. quite get it. The whole reason you went is gone, and you're suspended hanging from a bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's that about? Uh, see, maybe, maybe, maybe here, here's here's me stepping back to a a 16-year-old perspective. Maybe it's still about her at this point. It really is. He's not showing it to her right now. What he's doing is, is he's showing it to David. So he's here to outdo David. So he, David's like, follow us, be one of us. He's, again, using all this mind trick stuff. He's using his his vampirism or whatever it is that you'd call it to kind of play with, with Michael's head. And I think with Michael, it's about showing him 
I'm more. I'm the alpha. I'm going to get star. Star is going to be mine. So I'm here to show you and all these guys that I'm a number one. And I'm going to show you guys, however I got to show you, I'm going to do what you do. I'm going to, I'm going to jump off like, or I'm going to ride with you at the motorcycle and I'm going to, I'm going to try to keep up with you. And I'm, I'm doing all this to impress her, but I'm also doing this to show you that I'm going to get her. Mm -hmm. That's, that's how I, that's what I took from it. That's how I would do it. Yeah. That gives me more perspective. Yeah. Then we come back from being a 16 year old. Now I'm back. Okay. Okay. I think that's when we flip over to Sam's story Mm -hmm. and he meets the frog brothers. Yes. Maybe a bit overconfident for their age and size, but Mm -hmm. nonetheless, they're, they're very serious vampire killers. Just so you know, I just, I just want to make sure you know that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very serious. Edgar and Allen. Yes. Frog. That's when my favorite line in the movie happened. Let's hear it. They're explaining to him. There's vampires. Mm -hmm. And, and Sam looks at him and goes, are you guys sniffing old newsprint or something? Yeah. He's so dismissive in yes. his little 80s blazer with the obnoxious shoulder pads. All the way. It's a full length blazer, by the way, like a linen blazer that goes uh, clearly all the way down to his ankles. Like very stylish for a, an 11 to a 13 year old at that point. Hmm. No, I, I have pictures that, yeah, I look back on myself and I go, what the fuck <laughs> was I thinking? But at the time, it was so cool. It was so different. It was, that's what it was for me. But I was I was older. I was more like, you know, 14, 15, 16, those ages where I would wear like a full polka dot outfit, like matching top wow. and pants. Yeah, for sure. With the high top fade. Yeah, mm-hmm. like. You know, so I think at that age, you're peacocking. You're trying to get girls to see you. And, and you know, that's that's the way to do it. But I look at those pictures now and I'm like, what the fuck? No, no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So now we have this intersection. Michael drank the blood. Mm-hmm. Now is becoming what would be referred to as a, a half vampire. Half vampire. Because he has not fed yet. He hasn't had his first kill yet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's still that in that transition. He Actually, I, I did kind of, and, and it's going to come up, and I, I guess, but what I did kind of have a problem with in this movie was Max. His mm. name was uh, Ed Harriman. I, I always have heard about the inviting the vampire into the house. And that I always understood that that allowed the vampire to to be able to cross the threshold of the front door without your permission. You can't, he can't do that. He or she cannot do it. But I did not know, nor have I ever heard that, that it still then allowed then him to eat garlic or still show his reflection. Like, and his response to it later in the movie was, kind of weird to me he was like you never invite a, a a vampire into your house you lose all of your i forget what word he used but yeah i didn't I, could, I, I, can't, yeah, I don't remember what he said either yeah but you could see you could see his reflection when mm-hmm. sam used the accordion mirror to yeah. put right in his face when they flipped the lights back on when they were trying to figure out who the main vampire was and michael was not the man of the house 
Right. Grandpa is. Grandpa was it's the It's actually Grandpa's house. house. And that then again, Michael inviting him in, it just, it didn't sit well with me. Right. And I always felt like it should have been Michael to say that. Like, I'm not the man of the house. This is my grandpa's house. And I think grandpa, this is how I would have done it, would have retorted, why don't we eat outside? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He would have taken him outside and never brought him into the house. Well, and then that is a good point because the last line of the movie, Grandpa knew there's vampires everywhere the whole time. He did. That totally should have been Grandpa's mm-hmm. reaction. No doubt. Yeah, I thought that was weird too. Mm-hmm. And whenever I see any anything with vampires, there's so much in vampire lore and we've seen multiple incarnations of this. So it's... It's like pick whatever you want. It's like a little grab mm-hmm. bag. What's funny was, and I and I just kind of thought about it right now, was when they were trying to see if Max was the main vampire and they shut off the lights, Corey Feldman's character says he's not glowing. Oh, yeah. What was that? Well, I don't, I don't know. I was kind of thinking about it right now because in those – was it? those starlight movies oh, Twi- is that Twi- <laughs> twilight twilight my bad i it's okay. whoever made those movies my bad twilight movies they glowed in the sun though mm-hmm. they 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 were like diamondy or they sparkle. sparkly yeah. yeah they were sparkly and so i i that that's that just right now just came to me right now i just like oh okay he's like, supposed to glow was it that type of thing like right and now like you say all these different things that you see that People give their perspectives in vampire movies or books of, you know, sunlight and how it affects them. Yeah, actually, the, when I saw that all Michael had to do was drink blood, I'd forgotten that part of this mm-hmm. movie. It had been a while. Yeah. And I thought, that's the easiest admission to vampirism I've ever seen in my life. If I were going to become a vampire, that would be the one that I would choose. Right. If that was on the table. Yeah. Versus getting bitten or. For sure. Yeah. My life drain maybe buried <laughs> for a little while. Like to, I don't know. Yeah. I'll just drink the booze blood combination thingy. Which, if it was all blood, how disgusting would that have been? Like. But how do you not know? How yeah. can you not tell? I mean, it was more liquidy than not because it was. Like a, not clear, but not blood blood. It looked like a rosé. Yeah, 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 like a light liquor, a light booze So it must have been con- watered down vampire blood? Maybe, maybe with some kind of alcohol so that it made him feel like it was okay to drink it. Maybe. Hmm. So I did look up differences in the lore. Mm-hmm. For the vampires in this film, they have immortality, yes. which is usually, I mean, that's, pretty flippin' standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't age. They don't get any older. Mm-hmm. Superhuman De- strength. Depending on when they became, I guess, a, yeah. you know, like that little kid, if he would have fed, he would have always been a little kid. That's the worst. Yeah, that would have been shitty. Amazing stamina. Yes. Flight. Yes. I like it. Yes. Actually, was one thing I really enjoyed about these vampires was, again, we are flying around with them, mm-hmm. and it's usually in an attack. Yeah. And they are grabbing their prey from the sky. And that was one of the other things that kind of stood out to me is there's when they're on the the merry-go-round and that's their first interaction with what the movie calls in the credits punk rock kids. <laughs> what IMDb calls in the credits surf Nazi kids. <laughs> that's their first interaction with David and his boys. 
they kind of go after this punk rock surf Nazi kid's girlfriend, like kind of get grabby with her. And then, of course, he wants to protect her honor and push back. Security guard jumps on, throws Kiefer Sutherland in a headlock or, you know, David tells him, I thought I told you not to be on my boardwalk. So he kicks them off, then kicks the people that got attacked off. I thought that was kind of fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, like they were just riding. Like they were being cool. They were on the merry-go-round being merry. And they were kicked off. Then later, the security guard is leaving his shift to go out to the car. And one of the scenes where we're flying with them and we're seeing their perspective and they are plucking him from the sky to take him to feed. But does he get superhuman strength at that point? Because he rips the car door yes, thank you. off of his own damn car, which at first he couldn't even open. That, that was the first thing that stood. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, like at this first he couldn't even, even open the, the door, door and open. now he can't detach it from his hand. Yeah, like, okay, now he now, can hold the... The whole weight of yes. this door. I mean, this is an old car. It was like an Oldsmobile or something. Yeah. And this thing was steel. Yeah, no doubt. For <laughs> sure. But he ripped the damn door off. Just right with him. Mm-hmm. Maybe he wanted a plate. Yes. The other thing that these vampires have that I I don't see portrayed in this way often was the mental powers. Mm-hmm. Normally in like Anne Rice books, that kind of stuff, it's for seduction. It's yeah. for, it is mind control, but it's. Yes. It's just always looked different. This was more like a hallucination. Yeah. You know, I'm going to make you see things. And it was first with the food. Yeah. And then um, when the boys are at the house and yeah. the motorcycles come a yeah. screaming in. And there's nobody there. Yeah. What an amazing power to have. Yeah. That'd be awesome. It's like. I'd like to have it's that. It's like super gaslighting. Yeah. yeah I'd, I'd like that. <laughs> I mean, I really would. Like, that'd be awesome. That would be so cool. Where do I get that? I don't know. Maybe on the dark web. Maybe. But how do you get to the dark? I haven't I figured that out. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I've not been convinced yet that the immortal vampire life would be for me. You know, I, I've kind of always thought it would be for me. That's that's funny. Did you ever, Did were you into True Blood? Did you uh-huh. did you watch that one? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I've always wanted to be a vampire. It was like, yes, I, just... I would do that. I, I didn't, Of course, I, again, I frowned upon and looked down upon the being drained of life so i would much rather this fashion of becoming a vampire but i've always wanted to i've wanted that there are some serious pitfalls to being a vampire of course there are and i guess yeah that that's what it is it, it always has to you have to put it on the scales right mm-hmm. you have to figure out is it is it worth it and mm-hmm. for me it never really shook out mm-hmm. i think maybe it, it is through all of the other films and books that i've read um featuring vampires is there's this sadness about to be immortal means you really can't be connected to anybody because like you're just gonna watch them all the people you care about die that's why you turn them (laughs) (laughs) they're right there with you you get it if i become a vampire holly i'm turning your ass just so you know don't fight i'm gonna wake up and go out in the sun (laughs) (laughs) dance Like I told you, remember that time we were doing podcasts? It was episode number three. We were talking Lost Boys. I'm gonna be I really told mad you. at you. <laughs> you get over it. Come on, we've been friends way too fucking long. I don't want to hear it anymore. 
you are going to turn. Because uh, you're going to be there in eternity with me. And we're going to continue doing these podcasts. Podcasts forever. So how could forever. you hate me? How could you hate me at that point? It's true. You we know just know have I mean? to change our schedule. <laughs> so when the Frog Brothers get called to action mm-hmm. and we are going to storm the cave. Yes. The cave scene when we're going to kill the vampires when they're sleeping. Mm-hmm. My biggest issue with this scene was... Don't y'all know you need to be quiet when vampires are sleeping mm-hmm. and they come in making all sorts of noise. Yep. They're talking at a normal volume. Mm-hmm. At one point, I believe someone was yelling yeah. and they're flashing their flashlights sure. all over the place. For sure. And I'm thinking, what kind of idiots are you? <laughs> they're just kids, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in reality, I think they're probably in that same age range that tween age range as as sam's character is so in in their mind they've read all these comic books and who they obviously have never killed a vampire before right because they're so excited about their first kill (laughs) and then they try to claim the second kill when it's actually nanook that kills oh, yeah. the second vampire, but then they do actually tell Sam that. Well, actually, Nanook had a lot to do with it. Yeah, you know, but uh, but they did kill the very first vampire, and I think that was their first kill. So they were self-proclaimed vampire killers, but they were basing all their knowledge and everything that they even tried to give to Sam off comic books. Here, read this. Yeah. And Sam was like, oh, I don't like horror comics. And they're like, oh, but you should still read this one. It could save your life. Yeah. You know, you're going to tell me that? Just fucking tell me all of it. Like, <laughs> tell me right now. There are fucking vampires here? The fuck? Mom, like, there are vampires here. Let's get the fuck out of this. Let's take Grandpa and get the fuck out. You know what I mean? Like, don't, don't feed it to me slowly. And I get it. It's a movie. Yeah. So they can't give it all away right away. But... For real, like, in real life, let me know right away. But that seems to be what everyone with the knowledge does throughout this entire movie, right? Yes. Is they're, like, they're, like, going to come strong with one thing. Mm-hmm. And then they're, like, super passive when it really matters. Yes. Like, at that point, Grandpa could have said, I'm the man of the house. Yeah. And I know you're a vampire. Yeah. And, you know, you're not invited. Yeah. Or um, in the comic book store, you know, he's like, oh, they're just high on newspaper print. Yeah, yeah. And then... We've got Star just being like, oh, hey, don't, don't, <laughs> do don't drink the do thing. It's blood. It's, it's blood. It's blood. No, no. Well, <laughs> well what's going to happen if I drink it then, bitch? Like, tell me. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Should I not drink this? Like, I'm going to be like, but again, you're 16, you're, you're 16. 17, you're dick's hard as fuck as this girl right? is dope, you know, and he wants her real bad. <laughs> And he wants to prove to to David that he's the man. He he's gonna do it all. Well, and and in ways he he does save the girl. He does. He gets her out of the cave. He does. We never really. Where did this kid come from anyway? I where don't did know. the kid come from? But I think you know they they show all those uh, missing posters. Yeah. Stuff like that. So could have been kids' parents. But it know. feels like they turned the kid for her. Like, like, I don't feel like she was related to him, but I feel like she felt responsible for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And, but we don't ever really know. Yeah. And it also, also, she never vamps out. No, she doesn't. And but she's she the only one fly. that does not. 
she does fly. Remember when mm-hmm. uh, she right comes the to, to yeah comes to see Michael, she does fly. She flies. So we know. I mean, so she's also a half vampire. Half, yes. But it made me think that the little kid may have eaten something because he went full vampire. He did. Or Although just, Michael does go vampire. He, he does too. Vampire, and he's yeah. never eaten anything. He didn't eat anything. Maybe just the smell something triggered oh, with the kid you know yeah. what i mean and maybe she just hadn't had that yet um but at one point she does say that michael was supposed to be her first kill right that david wanted her to do that right yes so david good old david yeah he would have not been my ideal leader i mean i love Kiefer sutherland but me looking at him at that time, I would have been about the same age, you know, of these guys. So, like, I'd have been like, nah, fuck you, David. I'm I'm going to be the leader. Like, you're just a little guy. Like, I'm, I think I could take you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But Well, the first thing that, that struck me about David was everything is hilarious. Yeah. He never stops laughing. No. When it's not funny, when it's funny, he's when smiling, nothing's he's... happening, he's smiling and he's laughing. <laughs> yes. The world is just a big joke. Yeah. And it might be because if you're that powerful, mm-hmm. nothing, you know, and, and he's young, mm-hmm. nothing can hurt you. No. What are you, what are you worried about? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at that age, I was pretty fearless, like pretty un- unafraid of most yeah, things most except us... for my mom. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> um. The other thing that I thought was really interesting in the cave, though, was after the Frog Brothers stake the vampire Mm -hmm. and then the other ones start to wake up Mm -hmm. because I believe we're shining lights directly at them and maybe banging drums down there. I don't know. We're doing something like that. And they just gently glide down and and fall to the (laughs) on their feet. And it was it was a sight to behold because it actually made me think maybe the Frog Brothers have powers, too. And I just didn't know. Uh (laughs) <laughs> but I don't think so. No. And if, and then as soon as we get them out, we make a beeline back to the house mm-hmm. where we stage the battle royale mm-hmm. with the vampires. We know yeah. we're coming. We kick Grandpa out. We tell Grandpa that there's a, a date with the widow Johnson and that she wants him to pick her up early. But there was, there was no date with the widow Johnson, no. I don't think. I think he knew because he came back with the with the truck all set up with the spikes and everything yeah. in the end, yes. Well, this might actually be another point proving that the Frog Brothers are magic because they were able to take two canteenfuls of holy water Mm -hmm. and fill a bathtub. Yeah, you know, I noticed that too. (laughs) Because, you know, Sam, in in their defense... <laughs> Sam also had some type of canister or canteen too, but I did it was say like <laughs> there's no way that that was enough to put that much water, that much holy water. But maybe, maybe they they uh, diluted it a bit, and I don't know. It's hard there, to say. There was a lot, though. Yeah. There truly was, or maybe it was a very small bathtub. Maybe. We just saw it from a different perspective, you know what I mean? But he was fully engulfed in it and yeah, skeletoned out in the end, tried to come back at one second, and it was over after that. Yeah. Yeah, he was a garlic, holy water, vampire soup. That sounds right. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, totally. With, are those three ingredients you would have put together, Chef Terrence? I would have maybe not used the holy water. Mm. Yeah. 
but vampire vampire for sure yeah you know, that's, that's like unicorn it's delicious i'm <laughs> telling you you're gonna love it i swear so <laughs> and then you won't turn oh okay because you know, he's holy water right but oh then that means i gotta use the holy water because i don't want you to turn yeah, right. unless i turn it's and like then i want you to turn then but okay would that be like brining yes yeah Yes. You might need to marinate in there yeah, for a little bit, though. Because you don't want to turn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so once we've eliminated the Lost Boys, mm-hmm. you you brought him up earlier. Max mm-hmm. shows up, and um, I don't I don't really feel like he gives a crap that they're dead. No. Maybe he feigns interest subtly, just a little bit. Yeah. But I don't think he really, because he can turn whoever he wants, right? Yeah. He like he says he just wanted her. Mm-hmm. He wants mom mm-hmm. to to be the mother. Of his little, um, I don't know what's the proper I think it terminology. Would be like a din, almost. I don't know. A, a coven. Not witches. Mm. What would it? Well, whatever it is, you yeah. know, be um, the mom. They called them the Frog Brother. Called them the Vampire Brady Bunch. I think <laughs> in the movie, or like, I, I thought that was pretty funny. The film was really good. I might have even enjoyed it more than the last time I watched it. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. Yeah, it's it um, a nice little cultural reference piece. Again, we were talking about the fashion and everything. Mm-hmm. There was a moment early on in the film where the boy's mom finds this little boy just mm-hmm. wandering around in the yes. in the boardwalk. So she like just takes him yeah. into another place. Yeah. And when the mom comes into the place, it's like, no big deal. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Oh, oh Terry, don't ever run off from yeah. me again. And she's like, "Oh, bye, Terry." Yeah, like, and I, I and I'm going. This is not was, 2018. Yeah, I thought it was funny because she's like, she brings this kid into a store and says, "Do you think the mom is in here?" To some guy that's standing there, like, I don't fucking know. Like, he's a lost kid. Yeah, like the fuck. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny too, and uh, but it almost made it seem too like Max had this all planned, like like he knew. That she was coming. Do you know what I mean? Like, she, he had no idea that she had, or it didn't seem at that point when they had their interaction with the little boy and him. That's their first interaction together. Mm -hmm. Um, He, at that point, had no idea that she had kids and all those types of things. You know what I mean? But maybe it was that moment that endeared her to him, mm -hmm. that he saw that she had a nurturing aspect so so it was weird it's like on the one hand he doesn't really give a crap about him but on the other hand he wanted to be their father and wanted to provide them this security yeah. and this mother figure mm-hmm. but in that scene also they come walking through and he says to them i thought i told you not to yeah. come in here that was a good play yeah. I, yeah I thought that was quite clever so were you 15 when you first saw this yes yes so i told you earlier i had a theory or a question yes so do you think it's possible that 15-year-old Terrence saw the cool vampires mm-hmm. riding them dirt bikes mm-hmm. and maybe maybe that's why adult Terrence wants that dirt bike? Is it possible that there might be... Here, I thought it what. was pretty cool that, 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 that Michael had a dirt bike and that, because it, it, he shows it from the opening one of the opening scenes, if you remember... Because as they're pulling up to Grandpa's house, he's no longer in the backseat of the car anymore. He's riding the dirt bike up to the house. Yeah. Um, and so, of course, like in my mind, I was actually thinking about it the other day. I've always said in my mind as a kid that 
one day I was going to have a Kawasaki Ninja, but I said a much larger bike than I have, which I do one day want to get this bike. So I'm still working my way up that way. But I think I've always wanted a motorcycle, not necessarily a dirt bike. I yeah. still now I do want a dirt bike. I think that that seed was more planted in the uh, the the year that my parents and I and my brother and sister and I went out to to the desert. We went out to Mojave Desert and it was Thanksgiving and we spent it out there and it was just a group of people that we knew. And not only that, like a whole much larger community of just dirt bike riders out there for Thanksgiving. And I think that was when that dirt bike seed was really, really planted in me. That makes sense. But um, I did want to say I got my first motorcycle. I'm I'm officially a motorcycle rider. I'm officially a part of the fraternal order of motorcycle riders. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So you could, you, you feel like you could keep up with, david at this point i think i would have been doing wheelies and flashing yeah. on david like going backwards and doing flips and shit while he thought he was badass i would have i would have deflated david's ego oh i, I at least would have tried <laughs> <laughs> well i gotta say it was a great pick terrence thank you thank you i'm glad we i'm glad we got to watch that it was like i said one of my favorites so and we're gonna watch one of your favorites next week oh i can't even wait it's 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 like, I almost think I'm going to go home and watch it tonight. I'm going to watch Monty Python's Search for the Holy Grail. And this is one of those movies that was introduced to me by, he's my he's my stepdad, but he's my dad. Like, yeah. he's been around since I was, like, I think him and my mom started dating when I was maybe seven-ish, you know, in the later part of seven, maybe turning eight. But, like... Got started getting serious in like my eight year age, and like were married by the time I was like 10. Mm-hmm. So he was around, and they're still married at this point. So, um, he's been around for a very, very major part of my life, which my own real father was not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so this movie was introduced to me by him, and it's one of those movies where. You know, sometimes I see a movie at a very young age and it's funny to me and maybe I just don't get the humor of it. Yeah. You know, it's over my head because I'm so young, but it's still the way it's acted out. It's still funny to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But this is one of those movies that still to this day, even though I know pretty much verbatim word for word, this whole movie that. I know it's coming and it's still funny to me. Those and I love best. that. Yeah, I love that. I need to go get me a, I don't like coconut, but I need to go get me a, a coconut and cut it in half. And Oh, I love coconut. Coconut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we should do that. Yes. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. We should totally do that. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thank you. We uh, appreciate you for listening. And we'll uh, we'll be back at you next week. Yes. Thank you again for downloading. We hope you liked it. Real Nostalgic is produced by Hollis Lazzarini with additional support from me, Terrence McHenry. Our logo was designed by Carissa Westfall. Please check out our website, realnostalgic.com. Like, share, subscribe, and write to us. We'd love to hear from you.